what is up y'all welcome back to the fitness files i'm megan your hostess with the mostest and i'm back to pop in to your life and your podcast feed say what up it's been a minute it's been a minute since i've been here because to be honest i have been surviving and not thriving you know what like and it it's just like that sometimes in life like life just ebbs and flows so much and until you learn how to change your mindset to accept that that can be really hard if you would have asked 2020 Megan how she deals with like hard times difficult times the result from me then and me now would literally be like night and day I mean, honestly, a bad morning or a bad incident that happened, like one tiny little thing would be all it would take to send me into a downward spiral of total shit. And I would have a really hard time coming back from that. Um, and that's not to say that I'm killing it now. Um, And I still have days and moments that send me into a downward spiral. I think that the difference between 2020 Megan and this new 2023 Megan is that she is a lot more self-aware. She's a lot more self-aware of when she finds herself slipping into that abyss that she cannot get her ass out of. Um, But I'm not going to lie. 2023 has had a slightly little bit of a rougher start than I had hoped for. Um, I have been on the struggle bus a little bit. I have been dealing with a lot of different situations, both professionally and personally, that have been kicking my ass, literally kicking my ass, um, dealing with some sicknesses, urgent care visits, all the things. Um, And today is February 1st, and I was sitting here reflecting and looking back at what I accomplished in January and what direction I was headed for February moving forward. And the first thing that I did when I woke up today is just try to take a second to wipe my slate clean and just take a deep breath and accept that shit was going to be okay. And that was really fucking hard for me to do because I have been allowing myself to sit in the filth a little bit and feel sorry for myself. Um, and so today I realized that I was doing that and I had to tell myself like, Listen, bitch, you have to put on your big girl panties. This is not how we're choosing to live. And this is not the mindset that we are walking into February with. And not that I think that it's always that easy. Okay, it's not. Depending on what you're going through, like sometimes that requires that you're sitting in in your mess and figuring it out and feeling it and going through all the things. But nothing that I'm going through is catastrophic right now. Nothing that is bothering me is worth my joy. And so I'm not gonna let it steal my joy. I'm not going to let myself get sucked up 
into problems that are so minute that it's going to change the trajectory of my life because they're not. So if you have had a rough start to 2023, I just want to remind you that the great thing about a new year is that there are 12 damn months and January is just one of them. And so we're going to get over the hill. That was January. And we're going to start moving forward. We're going to start moving in a, a forward direction because I know we can. And I know that I can. And I know that you can too. All right. So all of that bullshit aside, it was just my birthday. And I was really reflecting on what are some things that I want to take with me into the 38th year of my life. So that's what we're talking about today. What I'm taking with me into this new year being 38 years old, that much closer to 40. And P.S. 40 is the new 30. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. And if they do, let's throat punch them. I'm kidding, but I'm also not. So I don't really know about you, but I always feel super reflective around my birthday time. Um, For one, I think that a lot of it is because I actually have a really hard time with birthdays. I like to talk it up and seem like I love them or I'm really positive about them. Um, But I have a really hard time with birthdays. Um, I think so much of it is because sometimes I just end up feeling a little bit disappointed um, because growing up, like birthdays were always such a big fucking deal, right? Like you had your um, treats that you would take to school, like and share with your class or, you know, you would have your birthday party with your friends. Sometimes you'd have your birthday party with your family. And so then as you enter into like adulthood, And, um, for whatever the reason, right? Like people grow up and you get busy and everyone has a million different responsibilities going on. Um, and I just miss celebrating birthdays with people. Um, I miss like one tradition that my family did for so long is we would always like go out to eat on someone's birthday. And as, you know, all of us grew up and we have our own families and we're all working and our hours are crazy and our lives are crazy and our situations are crazy. It was just something that like we all kind of fell away from doing because we could never get anyone's schedules to iron out. And like, I miss that so much. I miss spending time with my family. And then part of it is like this anticipation of going into like this new year. And for me, even though it can be, like, exciting anticipation, um, sometimes I just feel a little sad, like, feel a little dread about it. Um, And it's the silliest thing ever, and it's nothing that anyone has really ever done to make me feel this way. But I just sometimes build up my birthday in my head a lot. And then when the actual day rolls around, I end up disappointed because these imaginary things that I thought in my head could potentially happen didn't. And that's such shit, right? Like, so that's such shit. If you do that too, we have to stop. Um, Because we're honestly just hurting ourselves when we build up things in our head. Um, And then we don't even tell people. We don't even let people in on, like, the secret or, like, what it is we're hoping for. Um, I was so proud of myself this year because normally my husband's all like, oh, tell me what you want. And I'm all, like, miss 
oh, just buy me a gift from the heart and think about what I like. And, um, and like, let's be honest, my husband has many, many amazing attributes, but when it comes to gift giving, he's not winning husband of the year. Um, because honestly, he is not perceptive enough when we're out shopping and I'm like, oh, that's really cute, right? Because I'm hinting instead of being like, hey, bitch, look at this. I want this. Um, and that's me. That is me not communicating well. So this year when he asked me what I wanted for my birthday, I found myself about to do the same damn thing I do every single year. Every single year I play cute and I act coy and I don't just flat out tell him. And then my birthday rolls around and either A, he tries to guess at what I want and does the not greatest job, but I still appreciate it because it came from the heart. Or B, he thinks that I genuinely don't want anything because I didn't ask him for anything or tell him anything I wanted. And so as a result, he doesn't get me anything. And as a result, I'm a butthurt bitch because he didn't get me anything. Right? So like this year, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. So I flat out told him, listen, this is what I want. This, this, or this, or this. So choose something from those things that you want to gift me with. That would mean a lot to me. And I mean, first of all, he killed it because he got me my damn Ninja Creamy. And if you've been in my classes anytime in the, in the recent history of classes, I've been talking about this damn Ninja Creamy so much. Um, best invention ever, 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 ever. Um, last night made the most delicious pineapple sorbet. Oh my God. If you are interested, <laughs> send me a message on Instagram and I'll tell you what I did. Anyway, all of that is to say that this year, I told myself that I am going to enter year 38 being better at communicating my needs and flat out telling people things rather than holding it in and allow it to build and brew until I erupt. I am an eruptor. I am like a fucking volcano when it comes to this. So I let shit just boil up. And on the outside, I look calm, cool, collected. Um, maybe sometimes my eye starts to do a little twitchy thing. Uh, if you've ever seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But eventually, I can't hold the shit in anymore. And I blow up and I explode and it's mean and I get nasty. And it's just not fair to anyone. It's not fair to anyone that I don't communicate my own needs to people but then expect them to know what I'm thinking or read my mind. So I'm not going to do that in year 38. At least I'm going to try really hard not to. Um, and it is a lot easier for me in my personal life to do that with my family at home than it necessarily is for me to do that in the professional world. Um, because I still have a lot of anxiety about advocating for myself as a professional. And it's also really hard for me to do that outside of my, my immediate family with my husband and my kids. Um, so I'm working on that this year and I'm hopeful that I'm going to be better at advocating for myself and just telling people what I'm really thinking and feeling and just being honest and open. And if people don't receive that or accept that, that's not a me problem. Um, and I have to remember that this year. So that's number one, communicate the shit that I need to get off my chest. Um, 
to go right alongside with that though is number two is I have to stop expecting people to treat me how I treat them. Um, I have to stop expecting people to be the type of friend that I am, or I have to stop expecting people to be the type of employee that I am um, and expecting them to treat me in the way that I'm treating them. Because not only is it not fair to them, but it's unrealistic. I have to be better about setting my expectations for each person on an individual basis. And that is a lot easier said than done because I can find myself holding people to these really high standards, really high expectations, because that's what I hold for myself. Um, but it's not always like that. And it's not fair. And it's not fair to compare how people are treating you or what people are doing to you to the opposite of how you're treating them or how you're caring for them. Um, because you have to remind yourself that people are just doing the best that they can. Honestly, bottom line, at the end of the day, no one sets out by having any bad intentions. And people truly are trying to navigate this world in whatever way that they can in the moment that they're in. Um, and that's not a reflection on their love for you. Um, and for me, sometimes I feel like an absence from feeling like I have a lot of people in my life who care for me or love me. And sometimes you just have to remind yourself that even if people aren't there with you always, that doesn't negate their love for you. And sometimes as a matter of fact, it shows how much they love you even more, that their love can be unspoken, that you can go, you know, a couple weeks without talking to people um, and they still love you because you do that too. So it can be really hard navigating feelings as an adult, right? Like there's, you just think when you're a kid that you're gonna grow up and you're gonna be an adult and you're gonna have your shit together. And the bottom line is I probably had my shit together more as a kid because life was just so much fucking simpler in so many different ways. And you didn't sit around and wonder like, oh, is the reason so-and-so hasn't texted me because they don't wanna like, you know, be my friend anymore or, blah, blah, blah. I mean, just the stupidest shit ever. You think that that's all going to end like when you leave high school and it doesn't. <laughs> um, at least for me, it doesn't, right? Like, cause I care too much and I overthink everything. Like there's no reason for me to overthink as much as I do, but Hey, that is my mental illness and anxiety for you. Like that's what happens. All right. So I'm going to be better at communicating in year 38. I'm going to stop holding people to unrealistic expectations or expecting people to treat me the way that I treat them. And I'm going to go into this year reminding myself that your mindset sets your tone. And honestly, that can apply to so many different things. But your mindset on any given day is what's going to set the tone for the rest of your day. And it can be so fucking hard to try to stay in a positive mindset because at any given moment on any given day you can be going through so much that nobody even knows and like i just want to remind you that you're not the only one you know a lot of times it's very easy to forget that people are walking through things and we don't always know or realize or recognize the weight that they're carrying around with them 
Um, and it can be very heavy and it can be very isolating. But how you're going to approach your mindset and how you are looking at things is going to dictate the things that come after. You know, last week I had a series of days, like, and when I say I had a series of days, I mean, like, I woke up in the morning and from the minute, like, I literally would roll out of bed, it was just one thing after another. And, like, I feel like that last week was really the icing on the cake of January of 2023. Like, it was just not the month that I wanted it to be. But, and, like, this is a big but, right? Like, but that's okay. Because in January, I saw that, like, shit, it's okay. Like, it's not that serious. Like, there are things in the world that are serious as fuck, and the fact that you spilled a protein shake all over your kitchen first thing in the morning, not that fucking serious. Um, did I cry over it? You goddamn better believe I did. <laughs> um, but it's okay. Like, and so I cried about it, and then I moved on with it, and I did not allow it to change my mindset. And when you change your mindset and you allow your mindset to set the tone for a more positive outlook, things don't feel so impossible. It is so easy to dwell. It is so easy to have a negative outlook on things. It is so easy to allow your mindset to be negative because sometimes you don't even realize that you're doing it. But just like positivity is met with positivity, negativity is met with the negativity. When you walk up to someone who is just oozing positivity, um, they might annoy the fuck out of you. <laughs> if you are a person who gets annoyed by positivity, um, you might be annoyed by me sometimes. And I ain't even mad at you. That's okay. But it's damn impossible to look in the face of someone happy and smiling and welcoming and warm and positive and be an asshole to them. And are there people who are going to? You, yes, absolutely. Like we all know people who are like, oh, okay, let me see if I could, you know, kill this person's vibe. But there are more people who are going to look at your positivity, who are going to look at your kindness and your smile and your positive outlook and they're going to match your energy. And so let them, let them help set your tone. Let your mindset be one of like, it's okay to fail and it's okay to fuck up, but I'm not going to let this ruin my day or ruin my lunch or ruin my morning or ruin my day at work or ruin my night or ruin my week or my month or whatever. And some days are going to be a whole fuck of a lot harder on that one. Because, like I said, sometimes people are walking around with some heavy shit. Sometimes there's just shit that you're not going to just be able to wake up and say, oh, it's going to be a great day and shake it off and forget it. Like, let's just be honest here. There are days that it is impossible to just be Susie fucking sunshine. And you don't have to be. But what you could do is find the little things on a daily basis that you could celebrate and take that with you every day. All right, and this is my last one. This is my last thing I'm taking with me into my 38th year. And this is 
a heavy one. Okay. You cannot make people love you. You can't. You cannot make people love you. And that has zero to do with you. And it has everything to do with them. If you are trying to make someone love you, fucking stop and love yourself instead. There is nothing that you can do to make people love you. That's a hard one. And I'm taking this with me into my 38th year. I found myself constantly wondering or questioning or thinking about a lot of relationships in my life and looking at like, you know, why isn't so-and-so, like, why isn't this person proud of me? Or why don't I feel like, you know, this person sees me and, and all of these things. And I started to realize that, first of all, I was trying to make people notice me and love me. And that's fucking stupid. But second of all, I was balancing someone's love for me based on how I show people love. Not everybody shows love in the same way. I have to remind myself of that. But I also have to remind myself that if someone doesn't love you, it doesn't matter what the fuck you do. If someone does not love you, if they don't want to be in your life, whether it's a family member, whether it's a friend, whether it's a spouse, a partner, what the fuck ever, if someone does not want to be in your life, let them fucking go. Let them go. It would not matter what you do. You're not going to change that. You're not going to make them suddenly have an epiphany and want to be in your life in the way that you need them to be. And you have to allow yourself to let them go. I am letting go of a lot of shit this year because I have told myself that in two years, when this bitch is 40, I'm going to be a mentally healthy version of myself. And I am going to love and accept myself, but I'm also going to release this need for love and acceptance from others. And I don't know if it's just something that I was conditioned to always want people's love and acceptance and pride or what it is. Um, Okay, well, I'm sure if I looked up, you know, top symptoms of adult children of alcoholics. It's one of the big things that they talk about with, you know, kids who grow up and who have had alcoholics as parents. This is one thing that they're always looking for. They're always looking for love and acceptance. And I can't keep searching for it anymore. I can't keep people pleasing anymore. And I can't keep hoping that when I do my next big thing, that people are going to be proud of me or people are going to love me more or people are going to celebrate me. So it's fucking silly and it's stupid and it's allowing myself to miss out on celebrating my own damn self because we are the only ones who need to toot our horn. Truly. If you cannot celebrate yourself, if you cannot toot your own horn, if you cannot be proud of the person that you are, then that's where you have to start. All right, y'all. So 
the fitness styles today obviously was about a little bit more than our fitness um, in the physical sense, but it's all the fuck about mental fitness and being just the best version of yourself on a daily basis is all that any of us can truly strive to be. And I always talk about this in my classes, and it's one thing that I say because it resonates with me, is today you just have to be better than you were the day before. That is it. You just have to be better than the day you than, than you were the day before. Um, and for all of us, that's going to look different on a day-to-day basis. For me, sometimes it just means showing up for myself and allowing myself to put myself first. And for you, it might look different too. Maybe being better than the day before looks a little bit different for you. Regardless, join me as I work to break myself of some of these habits that are just not moving me in a forward direction. I know that you can do this because I know that I can do this, but together we're even better. So today I want you to celebrate yourself for something that you're going to do. I want you to be proud of yourself for waking up and choosing to do whatever it is that you need to do to get by today. I am so proud of you. Keep killing it. I cannot wait to talk with you next time at the Fitness Files. Y'all, rock on this week. February, it's going to be our shit. I can feel it. I can feel it in my bones. Talk with y'all soon. Y'all, thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Fitness Files. I appreciate each and every time that you listen, that you share this podcast, or that you engage with me on any of my socials. Please, if you liked this episode today, share with a friend, leave a review, leave a rating. And if you have something that you want to let me know, if you want to chat with me about, or you'd like to hear me talk about, please find me on Instagram at Megan Me Sweat. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear what you have to say, any feedback that you have. I cannot wait to talk with you soon. Keep killing it. You've got this. I'm rooting for you. I'll catch y'all later.